Welcome to the Free From Binge Eating Podcast with me, Breed, your host. Binge eating sucks, trust me, I know. I was stuck in that spiral of binging, restricting, dieting, yo-yoing weight loss, feeling guilty and ashamed and hating my body for 10 years. Now that I'm out, I'm turning my pain into purpose by helping you stop binging, start loving your body, self, and life again. It's time to live free from binge eating. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to another Free With Breed podcast episode. It's me, your girl Breed. And today I thought it was about time I gave you a bunch of tips to apply after you have binged. I know this is such a hard moment. I remember it so well where like, you just feel so guilty. You feel like you've messed up again. What the hell is wrong with me? Like, I know this binging stuff is not helping me. It makes me feel so bad for a few days after, but I'm still doing it. And so you just go into this really bad headspace. And I know for me, I would just oversleep and I just want to pass the time and I would almost feel really lazy as well in those days, just unmotivated. So I want to bring you a bunch of tips that you can start to apply to turn things around quicker and get over that that binge. So it's not this huge thing that's wiping you out for a few days. So before I jump in, just a quick announcement. I know for the past few weeks, I was doing mostly five podcast episodes a week. And that is now sadly over. It was kind of just me doing a bit of a push to give you guys a bit more more content, but I don't want to burn myself out. So I capped it at three weeks. So it's back to, I'll be doing two episodes a week, one coming out on a Monday and the other one on a Wednesday to get you through that sort of like mid-week slump sometimes that you might have. And then the Mondays, because I know Weekends can be a tough time. I know for me, that was probably when I binged most was the weekend. I just had all this free time and didn't really know almost what to do with it. And it was almost, it was also a time to decompress after the week. So Mondays and Wednesdays, that's when you're going to be hearing from me. Let's jump on into the episode now. So I have got eight tips for you. Actually, hang on a second. I've got these notes here and I just thought of another one. So I just want to make sure I have that as a bonus one. So we've got eight plus one. Okay, so we've got nine tips. (laughs) Okay, let's jump in. Tip number one, you guys know it's coming because I'm always talking about it, but you got to breathe. So post binge, feeling shitty about yourself, you're starting to go up into that headspace, that mind where it's really fear-based, a lot of worry, panic is setting in. You're starting to plan and strategize. How can I fix this? What can I do? I know for me, I would I would actually like write out my meal plan almost for the next few days and how many calories and how much exercise. We don't want to get to that place because that place is very fear-based. It's not in alignment with our best self. It's not working for us. We've been doing this same cycle over and over. So let's get out of the head and into the body. Best way to do that is to breathe. Let's try it out now. So inhaling through your nose. And out through your mouth. And just do one more inhaling. And exhaling, just dropping your shoulders and letting your body relax. 
as you breathe, just noticing those tension points. And on the exhales, letting them go a little bit more and actively softening your mind. I know for me, the mind almost feels heavy and cluttered and buzzing. And when I come to this place of stillness through breath, I can almost feel it just calming down a little bit. So that's the first tip, to breathe. And we want to calm down our nervous system. So ideally, at least six of the deepest, longest breaths you can take in and out to calm down your nervous system when it's got to this on edge state. Tip number two is to be kind and compassionate to yourself. So I mentioned this on my Insta story the other day, but think about it like this. Instead of looking at yourself as this adult who just hasn't got their shit together, what's wrong with you, you're messed up, you're never gonna change. Instead of treating yourself like that, talking to yourself in that mean way, that by the way, has not got you anywhere, let's try something completely different and be radically kind and compassionate to yourself. It's a huge, huge thing. So overlooked, so simple, but it can revolutionize your life and just this, the place it is to live in your mind. So instead of trying to look at it as your adult self and being kind to her, something that can be really helpful is imagine it's your sister or your best friend and she did this and she's feeling so down about herself. What would you say to her? How would you speak to her? Or maybe even better, I know for me this this is like game changing, is if I almost imagine it as my five-year-old self, this like cute little girl and she feels like she messed up and she ate, you know, for me the whole Nutella jar or whatever it is. And she's feeling like, oh my God, what did I do? And she feels sick in her body and feels bad. How are you going to talk to her? See, see yourself as that five-year-old self that's hurting because, you know, you probably binge for a reason. It's not random. It's never random. Some part of you was struggling and needed to cover up whatever it was, whether it was physical restriction, you were hungry, or emotional suppression, you needed help. And in that moment, you went to binge eating. Not the most ideal, but it's not the end of the world. So be kind to yourself. And that leads me to the next point, which is point number three, do not restrict the next day. So going back to that kindness piece, right? Like if it's your five-year-old self versus your adult self, what have you always done? You've always said, okay, We're just going to work this off. We're going to exercise tomorrow. I'll go to the gym for a few hours, do 500 calories of cardio, whatever it is. And I'm going to skip breakfast and have a light lunch. You would never say that to your five-year-old self. So combine the kindness with that third step of no restriction. We know that restriction equals binging later on. So let's break the cycle as tempting as it is to try to fix this problem short-term through restriction and just reverse the damage that's been done. Refrain from that. Give yourself the gift of kindness and just allow yourself to move on gracefully. Have a breakfast the next day that just makes you feel good. Go for a walk. Just don't restrict. And that links to tip number four, which is look at the binge in a different way. So I've talked about this in the past, I think on the podcast, and it's just reframing the binge. 
I know for me and probably for you, it was like the worst thing. It was almost like criminal. I, I felt so guilty after. I felt like I had to punish myself because I binged again. I messed up. It was a failure. I'd failed myself. So instead of seeing it like this, which just keeps you feeling guilty, keeps you in that cycle, let's look at it as, oh, no big deal. You know, everyone messes up sometimes. We're all human. We all do destructive things. Let me just move on, shake myself off. And the next day, pretend that just nothing happened. That actually was a really helpful tip for me as I started to recover. I stopped seeing the binge as this big bad monster and shook it off. Next day, act as if everything is normal. Now, tip number five is release that energy, that built up energy of like panic, anxiety, frustration, guilt, sadness, all that stuff that comes after the binge. Release it. First, obviously through tip one, which was breath. But another really helpful way to release energy, realign, is through movement and also sound. So movement might be your version of breath, right? Some people, breath is really powerful. Some people, movement is also really powerful. So go out for a walk or a run. Have an inspiring podcast in your ears while you go on that walk. I know I do that most mornings and it just feels so good. Um, even another kind of like more strenuous exercise that you feel like just can allow you to get out that pent up energy, maybe boxing, you know, punching out that anger, just let it out. And that kind of lines up with the other thing, which is sound, right? Like even in boxing, you can let out those grunts and that anger. And when you're running, you know, you're almost letting out sound through your breath, through your panting. So breath, movement and sound, all of them are amazing at releasing energy, moving energy. The word emotion anyway is kind of like energy in motion. So how do we move energy? We can move. And on this note, on the movement note, I want you to 100% be intentional with this. We're not moving to try to rewind and burn off calories. That's not what it's about. It's about resetting the energy inside of you. So you're in a much better energetic state and headspace. So before we continue, I wanted to share some news with you. I've recently opened up two new one-to-one coaching spots. So if you're at that point where you've tried it all, you've done diets, gym, doctors, therapists, everything just like I had, and now you just want to sort out this binging once and for all, one-to-one coaching is awesome. It is the solution. You get to basically have a cheerleader, me, (laughs) by your side, who's been there. I have felt how horrible it is, what a mess it makes your life, and I've got out. So I really do know how it feels and I know how it's done. It's a 12-week program, so only for those truly serious about not binging anymore and just healing everything that's underneath that. Head to my website for all of the details and you can set up a free call, a discovery call there on the website or just DM me on Instagram and we can get chatting. And so instead of me continuing on and just telling you more about what it's like, I just want to share what past and current clients have to say. I became so much more aware of my thoughts and emotions on binge days. For the first time ever, I'm able to change the things that I've spent years 
struggling to figure out things that have been so difficult for me to stop doing. My mind is no longer fixated on weight loss and control. Another said, I think it's so wild some of the things I'm able to do now. I never thought it was possible to not have that urge to binge all the time. Another said, only three weeks into our one-to-one -one work and it felt like chatting with a friend. And the progress I made in that short space of time already had me binging so much less, generally being more mindful around food and feeling more like my old self, my ultimate long-term goals. Another one said, it's changed my life so much more than just food. I feel confident in my body and myself, something I never thought would be possible. Another one said, I can't believe it's only four weeks into this. This is honestly the first time in about 15 years that I haven't hated my body. I can honestly look and point out parts that I like. I can't wait to see how I am after 12 weeks and I can't thank you enough. And one more said, learning to be aware of my feelings has helped so much. Usually I would push everything aside and just not think about it. So thank you for helping me get my shit together. <laughs> And another one said, I love talking with you and your advice has helped me shift my mindset to become a better version of me. And one more said, best decision ever. So as I said, just hop on over to my website to set up a call or just DM me on Instagram. Let's hop back into the episode. Okay, tip number six. We got to get curious. I say this pretty often and it's really helpful. It really is. It, it kind of is in combination with that piece of like, it's no big deal, right? It's no big deal. And let's get curious and learn something from this experience. Instead of seeing it as this terrible thing, as another failure, let's see it as a learning opportunity. What can I learn from this experience? What triggered me to binge? What feeling was I trying to get rid of or subdue through food? Was I feeling unhappy with myself and I just thought, oh, what the hell? Let me just go eat because I'm never going to get to the place I want to get to anyway. Okay, that's a learning. That's a learning experience. Was I feeling really anxious and didn't know how else to deal with that? So I went to food. Again, something to learn from there. Did I not eat enough throughout the day? Did I restrict myself from the things I really wanted to eat throughout the day? And then it sort of built up another learning experience. So see it always as something to learn from. And then you take action and you realize, okay, next time when this happens, how else can I deal with that? Can I be better prepared and make sure I have a big lunch, a big breakfast? Number seven is release that shame. There's so much shame and secrecy around the binge. I felt terrible for years just trying to like hide it and feel crap the days after and hide myself from the world and isolate until I felt like I was back to my like baseline. You can release shame through opening up to other people about it. Doesn't mean you have to scream it out to the world, doesn't mean you have to tell everyone in your life, you can choose a handful or just even one trusted source that you feel like is going to receive it well and will be compassionate towards you and will be a shoulder to lean on. I know for me, at some point I, when I opened up to my mom and dad about it, 
it was always helpful to have someone, particularly then my mom, because I think just as a woman, she kind of understood more the difficulties of the food and body journey. And being able to open up to her about it was always very comforting and soothing. And tip numero otto, <laughs> number eight, is um, get support, get help. If you feel like this is just all too much. Sometimes we just try to take it on ourselves. We try to do it alone. We think we have to. Otherwise, we're a failure if we have to, if we have to ask for help. Oh, surely I can fix this. It's like not that big a deal. No, you know, it's totally fine to ask for help and get support. Whether that's someone online, it's me, it's an online course, it's someone in your family, a therapist, whatever. Ask for help if you feel like this post-binge cycle, this whole cycle, is just getting to be way too much. It's consuming your life. And I promised you guys a bonus tip that I kind of threw in there last minute, but it's number nine, and that is in that moment post-binge when you are going into full control mode. How can I get back in control? How can I control my food, my exercise, everything? That controlling part of you is trying to gain a sense of safety and certainty after that moment of complete out-of-controlness. That controlling part of you is also acting out of fear and worry. It's reacting. So how can we calm that part of you that leads you to take actions which aren't totally in alignment, which aren't totally empowering? we can give you a sense of safety and calmness within yourself while everything else in the world might be falling to pieces, whether it's your binging behaviors, whether it's this whole pandemic. Humans love certainty and safety. So find out how you can give yourself that safety. Sometimes it's as simple as going back to tip number one, taking a few breaths, hand on your heart and letting yourself know that I am safe. It's all okay. This controlling part of me doesn't have to take the reins. I am safe. It's okay. Sometimes it's really as simple as slowing down and just letting yourself know it's safe, interrupting that controlling part of you that usually just completely takes over and takes a driver's seat after the binge let it know it's safe. We don't need to control to gain that sense of safety. Okie doke, that is my nine tips. Let me just do a recap. One, breathe, get out of the head and into the body. Tip two, be kind and compassionate. Talk to yourself, treat yourself like that five-year-old version of you. Tip number three, movement and sound. Re align your energy get out of that low energy vibrating place get to a higher place tip number four get curious learn from this what triggered you what caused you to binge and how can you action something around that so that next time you don't necessarily go to food to handle it tip number five reframe your mindset around binging it's no big deal. It's a hiccup. It's a slip up on the path to success. 
Tip number six, don't restrict the next day. As tempting as it is, break the cycle. Tip number seven, release that grip of shame and secrecy. Open up to someone. Tip number eight, get support or help if you really feel like this is just all too much. You know I got you. If you ever want help from me, just DM me. And then tip number nine, the bonus tip is give yourself that sense of safety when you're in the midst of the chaos and the controlling part of you is trying to step in and take over. Let yourself know I am safe. So those are the nine tips. I hope they have been helpful and insightful for you. I hope that you can at least apply a few of them next time. See how it works. See the difference it makes. And I'd love to hear how it works. Not wishing you a binge, but if you do binge, let me know how it goes. Uh, DM me on Instagram whenever you want at freewithbreed or email me freewithbreed at gmail.com. That's it for today, guys. I will see you again on Wednesday. And that is the scoop for today. If this ep inspired you, taught you something new, or has helped give you direction in your recovery journey, it would mean the world to me if you did me a massive favor. It'll only take two minutes, I promise. Review this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Once you've posted it, take a screenshot and DM that photo to me. I'll enter you into a monthly raffle. Yep, that's right. I ain't gonna leave you hanging. So each month I'll randomly select one lucky winner and you'll receive a free one-to-one coaching sesh with me. It'll be super fun and valuable. And if you'd really love to give back more to me, it'd help me build this podcast so much more and reach so many more women. If you shared it with someone else who you think will love it, maybe it's a sister, a friend, a bestie, or your mom. I love you all so much. Thanks for listening and have a beautiful day.